All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I hope that y'all are ready for tonight's message. Here we go once again, every single Sunday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to help get your week started off right. We're going to help get your mind tight, and we're going to help get everything within you right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we do. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. So last week we talked about keeping your head up, all right? And I said that when you keep your head up, it's not just a simple keep your head up after something tragic happened or some type of circumstantial type of situation happened to you. Yes, I use the word circumstantial. When some type of circumstance happened to you, you know, people usually say keep your head up, all right? And which is a, a good nod of encouragement. It's a good statement to say, but with me, we got to have a little more protein in the mix. We got to have a lot of more protein in the mix. We need more sustenance to help the person to carry on, to help the person to abide in their life so that way they can abide in peace. And speaking of peace, we're going to get into the title of tonight's message. All right. So tonight is considered a remix from last week's message, from last Sunday's message. So tonight's message is still entitled, Keep Your Head Up. However, this time, the U and the P is a little bit of a remix. Okay, so the U and the P, instead of ultimate perspective, which is what it stood for last week, this week it stands for unexplainable peace. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I'm excited about this one, too. Again, tonight's episode is a, a little remix. Once again, a little remix from last week. So, again, one last time. Tonight's message is entitled. Keep your head up. And when you write down the word up, I want you to think about unexplainable peace. So this time I want to come from the angle of, as I've mentioned before, <clears throat> anytime a brand new week starts, we feel a certain type of way before we enter into that week. And we need to be sure of that we are people that are constantly evaluating and reevaluating adjusting and readjusting, tweaking and retweaking our schedules on a day to day basis. I mean, we're here on this earth for a very long time. So there's always going to be a lot of adjustments, a lot of tweaks that we'll need to make every single day. Just when you think that your schedule is comfortable, just when you think that your schedule is manageable and doable, there's going to be times where you're going to have to Constantly adjust and readjust your schedule so that way it can be more effective for you. And perhaps it can even be more effective for those that you help and serve around you. Okay, it's going to be very important. I know for me, I'll be honest, I, I've had many, many times where I've struggled to maintain a very great schedule. And, and by schedule, I mean just a regular 24 hour schedule. Doesn't matter what it is. I would always struggle in terms of, OK, what is the best schedule for me at this point in my life? What is the best schedule for me at this very season of my life? OK, I wanted to make sure that am I spending my time most effectively? And there were a lot of times I was not. I was not spending my time very wisely. You know, there are many times I've had a lot of idle times in my life. And then there are those days where like, man, I just absolutely crushed it. I just absolutely killed it. You know, and you feel a certain level of confidence about yourself. You feel a certain level of a pride. And I mean, pride in a good way. You feel a certain, a certain level of pride and perhaps achievement or accomplishment, if you will. Like, whoo, man, I had a great day. But the reason I say 
that you want to constantly evaluate and reevaluate your 24 hour schedule is because oftentimes when we are starting a new week or even just starting a new day, let me just sidebar real quick. It doesn't have to be just Sunday night. And I'm not saying every single person out there like Sunday is the day where you block off everything and block off everyone. You're sitting there trying to get your week started off right and this, that and the other. No, no, no. It's not limited to just Sunday. I mean, it's really pretty much every single night. Okay, but I highlight Sundays because, you know, in in terms of calendars, it is a brand new week. Okay, I mean, and just by going by the everyday average calendar, Sunday is the start of a brand new week. So that's why I, I highlight Sundays more often. Yes than no. Okay, so all right, so let's get back to it. So you want to constantly evaluate and reevaluate your twenty four hour schedule, and you know, especially if you are trying to start the new week off right, you know, from Friday to Sunday, you know, go like going into Friday, starting the weekend and then going into Sunday. Okay. So one example that I'm talking about is when you are evaluating or reevaluating your schedule or how you spend your time, ask yourself, how much time did I have to myself? You know, and, and let me reword that question. How much recharge time did I have to myself? Did I put myself in a position to, so, uh, to, to recharge myself? Do, did I put myself in a position to reset myself? Did I put myself in a position to rest? And when I say rest, it doesn't have to necessarily mean physically lying down in a bed or physically lying down on a couch and taking a nap, going to sleep. Although that is a portion of it. I'm not even talking about that. I'm literally talking about just Literally, you're taking a vacation from the world, taking a vacation from your day to day activities, because some of you listening right now, some I mean, ain't nothing wrong with going on vacations. I've talked about this on the podcast before, back in the in the in the first few months of the podcast, when I had one of my series going. Some of us, we go on vacations to get that long awaited rest that we've been yearning for, which, again, this is fine. But I got to challenge and ask you, how much regular rest have you been getting on a week to week basis? How much regular rest have you been getting on a day to day basis? Okay, because it's not just waiting till the weekend to get that quote unquote rest from the world. You got to be able to do that every single day. Okay, and I will also throw in there. It depends on what your day looks like. You know, again, as I've said before, some of us have more demanding occupations than others. Some of us have more physically demanding occupations than the next person. Right. I know I've highlighted this lately as in terms of people that work from home, you know, and maybe people that work from home. Maybe your days are not physically intense, but perhaps they're more mentally intense because nine times out of 10, if you're working from home, you're probably more likely sitting in front of a computer. All right. And and more times, yes to no, you're probably having a lot of times where you got to sit, you got to concentrate, you got to focus and you got to demonstrate a certain level of focus towards your tasks, your tasks and your daily duties in order for you to be successful and achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve, which is fine. So so it's a different type of intensity. It's not necessarily physically intense. So it's more so mental. Okay, and then in terms of physical, like, you know, if you have some type of a a physical position, a physical occupation. Yes, you do got to be mentally intense, but then you got to be physically intense, right? So there's a little bit of a different demand there, or I should say, um, uh, 
I don't say a higher demand. I would say more demand, right? Because you're being more physical than a person that has a more sedentary position. All right. So enough about all that. So you got to ask yourself, are you a person that is, are you, are you keeping yourself too busy? Okay. Are you, are you analyzing your, your lifestyle? Are you, are you, are you too busy to where the, to the point to where you're not actually, and you're not intentionally sitting down and taking a vacation from the world. And when I say taking a vacation from the world, I'm talking about you're taking a vacation from sending emails. You're taking a vacation from responding to emails. You're taking a vacation from social media. You're taking a vacation from people. Yes, sometimes you need to take a vacation from people. It does not matter how great your friends are. It doesn't matter how gifted and talented your friends are and, and, and how awesome and how great they smell and all the good things you want to share about the people that you love. You need to take a break from people. <laughs> you need to take a break from people because oftentimes, you know, it, I, and I'm speaking from personal experience, if you keep yourself in the limelight, when I say limelight, okay, let me side, let me sidebar once again real quick. This time I'm talking about limelight in a, in a different context. And you know what? Maybe I, I let me change that because I've commented a couple of times on a podcast that limelight is less is more effectively or less is more eternally. OK, that's the good kind of limelight you want to be in. OK, but when I say limelight right here, right now, I'm talking about a different context of limelight. OK, and not the same acronym that I just mentioned seconds ago. I'm talking about when you're constantly out there in the limelight, you could be and it, it doesn't matter what it is like you're constantly on the you're constantly on the busyness. You're constantly on the go, hanging out with friends. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're fellowshipping here. You're fellowshipping that. How much time do you really give yourself to recharge and reboost? Like for real, for real, you got to understand, you got to know that when it comes to you as a person, you are. Mm, let me say this. In terms of human beings, you are the most important human being on the face of this earth. All right. And I say that with all humility. OK, that doesn't mean that you make yourself a God and, you know, everything revolves around you. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying that as a as a person, as a human being, you are the most important person on this earth. Now, you still want to look out for other people. You still want to help other people. You still want to be selfless. All right. I'm going to throw that in there. Right. Because y'all, some of y'all thinking, oh, I'm, I'm the most important person on earth. Like you, you, you can take that with a sense of entitlement. And that, that is not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about in terms of preservation. I'm talking about self-preservation. I'm talking about self-care. When it comes to that, you are the most important person on this entire earth. Paul's on purpose. That's called a pop. Paul's on purpose. Some of us need to ask ourselves, are, am I am I really giving myself and not just twice a month, not just four times a month. I'm talking about regularly, regularly, every single day, every single day. Are you setting enough time aside for you to catch your breath in order for you to breathe, in order for you to recollect your thoughts? In order for you to empty out whatever needs to be emptied out, that's that, uh, that's in you. Because so, sometimes when we're around certain thoughts or certain ideas that don't line up and don't uh, value, or I should say they don't line up with what we believe and this, that and the other. 
Sometimes we can absorb certain information and live out what is not true. Think about that. Okay, so if we're not aware of that, we constantly need to put ourselves in position to pour out or I should say pour out. We need to empty out. We need to empty ourselves every single day, empty ourselves every single day, empty ourselves every single day, empty ourselves every single day. Because a lot of us are running around on fumes. We're running, we're running around on fumes. We're tired. We're exhausted. We don't have the level of energy that we should, and we can't operate and can't function to the absolute best level that we should. And a lot of times we are not even aware of it. We're not even recognizing it. So every single day, you're going to have to preserve and block off time for yourself. To look at your schedule, think about your schedule, remix and readjust your schedule into a schedule that best benefits you. So that way, not just that the schedule is good for you, but that way, again, it's also good for others. Because here's the thing. I'm going to go back to interacting with other people like I talked about last week. If you are a person that is constantly running around on fumes and you're constantly feeling pressured or you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed, anxiety, depression, whatever you want to call it. If we're constantly running around on those characteristics, at some point, we're going to snap. We may not snap in front of the person, but we may snap by ourselves. Or we may react or lash out in some type of way that is not healthy. We may cope with things that are not healthy or that are not conducive towards us. And again, you know, like I say, it, it, you, you name the thing, you name the thing that is unhealthy in terms of th- things or, or tactics or strategies that you cope with that are not healthy for you, that are toxic for you. We tend to go towards those things. OK, I mean, again, it, it doesn't have to be limited to just alcohol or drugs. It could be a whole bunch of other stuff. It could be some type of substance abuse. It could be, I don't know, you, you name the thing. Just, just take, take a self-inventory check of yourself and ask yourself, have I coped with any type of negativity or any type of items or something that, that, that is not healthy, that is not conducive for me? Okay, because you, you, you have to understand and realize those things. So when you are a person that can recognize that you can cope in healthy manners, such as there are times when you, yes, you do need to be around other people. Now, I know moments ago I said, yes, you you want to make sure that you're not always around people. You know, you want to be able to know when to be around people and know when to not be around people. Okay, and so when there is a time to be around people, that is something that increases your mental health. Okay, that is something that increases your psyche It increases your confidence. And when you're around the right people, it does those things. It increases the confidence. It increases your psyche. And then it helps to it helps you to go back to your own space. And you're able to pour, you know, you're able to be poured into by just hanging around such good like minded people. And then you go back into your space and then you're able to attack your life. I'm talking about in a good way. You're able to attack your life with more ferocity, with more aggressiveness and with more productivity. All right. So. All right. So the reason I say all that is because when you are executing these things, when you are executing 
you know, being around the right people and taking the proper level of self-care for yourself. Again, it's not limited to just the gym, but when you are taking the proper level of self-care for yourself, it is it is contributions. It is slices of the pie that contribute to your unexplainable peace. It contributes to your unexplainable peace. Now, here's the thing. You got also you you got to also be a person that understands and recognizes that you got to have a certain level of truth that resides and lives and abides on the inside of you in order to explain, or I should say, in order to to have and to live out that unexplainable peace. Because if it is peace that you can perfectly and thoroughly articulate uh, I'm not really sure that it's the level of peace that you really should be at. There, there, there's a there's a level of peace that that is far beyond your understanding. When you are living that lifestyle of peace. You're able to respond to people in a more appropriate manner. You're able to respond to people in a more healthy manner in a maximized healthy manner. OK, I want to make sure I put that word in there. OK, so let me say this. Before you wake up tomorrow, okay, as I said last week, before your feet even hit the floor tomorrow, you got to make a decision in your mind and in your heart that before you interact with any human being placed in front of you, even if the conversations go well, even if the interactions go well, or even if some type of way they go sideways, you got to make sure in your mind and in your heart of hearts, you got to make a decision in your mind. You got to make that decision that, you know what, no matter what happens, I'm going to make sure that I respond from a place of living water. I'm going to make sure that I respond from a place from streams of living water. I'm going to make sure that I respond from a place of a cool, level, steady head that nothing's going to break me and nothing's going to shake me. And if for whatever reason, if I if I tend to get knocked off my perch or maybe just a little bit crooked sideways off my perch, I'm going to make sure that I get back on my perch. I'm not going to let no person. I'm not going to let no man, woman or child or any situation. I'm not going to let anything get in the way of me and my unexplainable peace. Because when it comes to unexplainable peace, unexplainable peace is pure. It's always going to be pure. It ain't going to never be contaminated. It ain't going to never be compromised. It ain't never going to be tainted. Right. Unexplainable peace at its core, at its initial core. I'm talking about like from the root of roots. Unexplainable peace is always going to be extremely divine. It's always going to be eternally divine. So when you operate from that perspective, when you operate from that type of unexplainable peace and you understand what that's about and you understand what it represents and you understand that if you carry that, even when you're in the the dirtiest of dirty trials of all time. It can carry you through as if you were walking on sunshine. It can carry you through as if you were walking on a rainbow. Walking on a rainbow that smells like, tastes like, eats, sleeps and breathes like Skittles. What that, that means that you have a colorful, a vibrant personality about you. That means you have a certain aura about you that people want to be attracted to. Something that where people that they can't they, they, they love being in your presence because they notice there's something different about you. There's something set apart about you and how you carry yourself. 
It doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean that you don't slip up. But it means that when you do slip up, you recognize and you acknowledge that, you know what? I fell short. I slipped up here. I apologize. But you still carry on with that peace. That's what people want to see. That's what people want to see. People want to be able to see. They want to be able to know that they can look at you and that they can depend on you to be that to be that redwood tree. And there I go again. I'm talking about the redwood trees because let me be real with y'all. I am fascinated by the redwood trees. This is the third week in a row. I'm sitting here talking about the redwood trees because I'm going to tell you in case if this is your first time listening, I would implore you to go back and listen to last week's episode of the Ultimate You podcast when I talked about keep your head up. And then I would implore you to go back and listen to the episode before that in terms of two weeks ago on the Ultimate You podcast. Two Sundays ago, when I'm talking about the redwood trees, when they stand tall, they stand firm, their roots are intertwined. They're like six to 10 feet deep, six to 12 feet deep. Why? Because they're in healthy community with other redwood trees. They say, look, if we all go down, we all going to go down together. If one of our brothers fall, if one of our sisters fall, we're going to help them get right back up. And it's very rare that you see a redwood tree fall off its perch. Why? Because first of all, it's 300, 300 plus feet tall. You also got to understand that the redwood trees are also very connected. They're very in tune. They're very, they, they communicate very well with one another in, in their way of communicating. They represent longevity. They represent wellness. And I'm going to go back to that word longevity. You got to understand it ain't just Sunday, but it's also Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and back to Sunday again. Guess what? We ain't even got to have the funds, but every one of us deserves some happy days. And even more than that, a lot of us deserve, uh, I say deserve, a lot of us, we need to have more joyful days. Because when you can operate from a spirit of joy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, no matter what circumstance, no matter what trial comes your way, when you operate from a spirit of joy, when you operate from a spirit of unexplainable peace, it's more luxurious than any red penny that is ever created in this world. So I implore you, operate from a spirit of unexplainable peace. Operate from a spirit of joy. Don't let people control you. That's the problem with us. A lot of us, we so easily controlled. I'm for real. Like, man, a lot of us, I'm not, not, not just young people. I'm talking about folks in our 30s, our 40s, our 50s, our 60s and 70s. We easily controlled. A lot of us are easily controlled. Somebody do something, like I said last week. You know, someone pulls out in front of you. I get it. It, 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 it catches you off guard. It's a little frustrating. But some of us, man, we so easily control. We let it control us to the point where we let them know that they number one, not using the index finger. You do the math. A lot, a lot of times when we when we don't get what we want, we wait in that restaurant. We got to wait 50 minutes. We got to wait 45 minutes. We complaining. We arguing. Right. We feel a certain type of way. We mad. We pissed off. And that's when I get back to what I said earlier on this recording. Right. Not everything is centered and revolved around us. You are. Yes. When it comes to self-care and self-preservation. Yes. You are the most important person on this earth. But you also got to understand not everything revolves around you. You got to understand not everything revolves around you. And I'm telling you, there's there are going to be times where you're going to be let down. You're going to be disappointed. And even those closest to you, they're going to let you down and they're going to disappoint you, whether if it's on purpose or not on purpose. And a lot of the times, some of the times they're doing the right thing for you, but you still look at it as them letting you down. 
But that just depends on the situation. You're going to have to assess and analyze the situation to see what is the right response. Like what is the right thing to do in that situation? He's so easily controlled. And a lot of us, look, look, before we close out, a lot of us, we got to realize there are a lot of us out there right now. We, we're doing very well for ourselves in terms of occupation, in terms of career. We're making lots of money. I know I say this from time to time. We're making lots of money. And some of us are married. Some of us are single. We, we are established in those regards. And a lot of times, be for real, for real, a lot of us, we equate that in terms of maturity. We think that because of a certain level of status that we have, we think that, oh, that, that equates to maturity. That equates to, you know, that, that I can kind of do and be in any kind of way that I want. Right. So that was so that if someone doesn't agree with what I agree with or if something happens a certain kind of way that I don't agree with, I'm going to be mad about it. I'm going to be pissed off about it or I may not even be mad about it, but I'm going to be like very disgruntled about it. Right. We don't be for real. Sometimes we 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 on that status tip. A lot of us are still grown folks. We are on that status tip. And I'm telling you right now, we need to also be on the uh, the, the 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 spiritual tip. We need to be on the spiritual tip. Now, when I say also, I'm not talking about like we need to walk around and act like, oh, like I'm better than you or anything this like that and the other. What I'm saying is a lot of us, we may not even be aware we're doing it just because we've worked to a certain level in our lives, financially speaking, career speaking, business speaking, just because we've worked hard to get to a certain level in our life, just because we're just because we're married. We've been married for X amount of years or, you know, or even if you're not married. Right. Just because we have endured and had longevity in this area for so amount of years, we think that equates to maturity. No, no, no. You are only mature when you are actually doing constant, daily, consistent work on your attitude, constant, daily, consistent work on not just your self-care, but your 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 attitudes, your responses. Like what like what is the truth in regards to that? And when I say truth, I'm talking about truth that's bigger than you. I'm not talking about your own truth. Okay, so when you look at the ultimate perspective of everything I'm saying, you're able to realize that you've got to be a person that making sure that you get enough rest, making sure you're getting enough recharging sessions by yourself, having that quiet time. Right. So that way you don't just go off on people. Right. And sometimes you may need to take like little half breaks throughout the week. It might be like, OK, maybe you take two, three hours, uh, you know, if you're able to to yourself throughout the week. If you're able to and it may maybe just one hour, whatever that is. So you got to be a person that understands that you got to be able to look at your schedule. You got to be able to re rethink, readjust, retweak your schedule as many times as it takes. There is no quota. There is no X amount of times that oh, you well, okay, you can't do your schedule no more. No, you, you, you do it as many times as you need to. Because we got to be people that we when we realize we're so easily controlled. When we realize that that's when we can take a step back and say, OK, all right, you know what? I'm going to not I'm going to not let this person control me. I'm going to let this person I'm going to not let this circumstance control me. I'm going to still do the right thing. I'm going to still respond in the right manner. I'm still going to respond in a manner that represents unexplainable peace. Because when you do that, you are a farmer that sows seeds 
of kindness. You're a farmer that sows seeds of joy. And you're also a farmer that sows seeds of patience and every other fruit of the spirit that the Bible talks about. So my challenge to you for every single day, take that necessary time for yourself. Not just so that way you can respond in the right way to other people, but so that way you can respond right to yourself and your situations that you are facing in your life.